0: Welcome to Failing For You, where I'll fail so you don't have to, or even better yet, so you can too. Hey everybody, Jordan Yates here. Welcome back to another episode of Failing for You. Today, things are a little bit chaotic because I am recording on a new software. I'm using Riverside FM today. My podcast wasn't working, so hopefully everything turns out okay. Another weird kink. I'm wearing, um, contacts instead of glasses, so I hope if you're watching on YouTube, you still recognize me. It is still me, your host, Jordan Yates. Okay, let's get into this episode. So this episode is going to be about how LinkedIn is able to be used as a sales tool, both directly and indirectly. Now, I can only really speak from experience in the industries I've used it in, such as oil and gas Um, and like the sales I did there for upstream and midstream, then for manufacturing and all the different levels of reps, distribution, things like that integration and the manufacturing I'm talking about is more of the automation and control side. And then I guess a little bit of the like content creation as well, because I have my own business where I create content for, um, customers that are kind of in that industry as well that want to make videos to showcase their abilities and share it in places like LinkedIn. So, why did I decide to make this a solo episode today? Well, one, if I'm being fully honest, I have just been so, so, so busy lately. My business has been taking off and it's put my podcast not on the back burner, but it's made it to where I've had a less and less time to work on it, which makes it even more difficult to schedule guests. Plus, I just had something I wanted to share with you guys. And I know that the fastest and most effective way is for me to just get on here and talk to you directly rather than doing it in an interview. But If you guys stay tuned, I did have a lot of people write in and give their take on how LinkedIn has helped them in sales and business, so you will be getting some perspectives other than just mine. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of background on my journey with LinkedIn and how I've used it as a sales engineer, which was my previous role, and how it works for me now. So a lot of the customers that I'm working with in my current side business I'm coaching to use LinkedIn and I'm trying to be like, hey, this is a great tool. This can help you get into doors. This can help you um, with your brand awareness, name recognition, et cetera, et cetera. Ideally, end goal is we make more money because we get into more customers. We have more people reaching out to us and we save time cold calling because eventually if we work the system correctly, people will come to us. So, they're very skeptical. They think it's weird because it's like, oh, is this just Facebook? But, like, professionally, I thought LinkedIn was somewhere you just, I don't know, submitted your job applications and were able to look for jobs. Like, why would I post pictures of myself? Like, that's weird. This isn't Facebook. All of these things you're saying, (laughs) you're saying, me that I'm relaying that I've heard, totally valid. It is such a weird way to meet customers. I get that, especially if you've never done it. But once you figure out how to use it to do that, I'm telling you, it's like, you feel like you've unlocked this like new achievement in a game and things just become so much easier. Okay. So I guess about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I started my job as a sales engineer for an industrial automation and controls company. Why did I start using LinkedIn when I worked there? Well, I was new in this industry, and I realized that our company did not have good name recognition. Okay, like I would call and say, "Hey, this is Jordan calling from you know the company I worked for," and they're like, "What's that?" And that's even if they stayed on the phone long enough, you know. And I would try to name drop like our our manufacturers we sold and like all of that to just like kind of say something familiar so they'd stay on the line, but. It was just excruciating. Maybe you like cold calling. Cool. Keep doing that. But if you want to do something that I find to be more efficient and a little less stressful, give this LinkedIn thing a try. So let's see. I was cold calling. It wasn't working well. I mean, it worked fine, but I realized there was a better way I could do it. So what I did is I went on LinkedIn And I started to look up people by the companies they worked at, at the locations that I was targeting. So for instance, I was in DFW and I wanted to get into places like Frito-Lay. So what would I do? I realized LinkedIn, you can go on there. You could go look up every maintenance person, every engineer, every plant engineer that works at Frito-Lay that has a LinkedIn account. And all of a sudden you have their information, like getting people's emails in this industry is like such a hard thing to do. Same thing with phone numbers. But all of a sudden it was like, if I connected with them and they accepted, we had an open line of communication. This is my way in. This is how I could talk to somebody. Like I'm now a person to them that's real. And I didn't have that going for me before. So I realized like I want to start connecting with people. So that's what I started doing. And sometimes I would cold message and be like, "Hey, my name's Jordan. I would give the whole spiel really fast and then I realize that's not very successful. I want to be able to be a person to them. I don't want to be some and sorry for saying this way like annoying salesperson that's just, you know, banging on their door and hasn't gotten the chance to like get to know them or let them get to know me. So I'm like, how can I humanize this experience to where when I reach out to them, they will respond. And ideally down the road, they'll reach out to me. So the one way that I could think of in my brain to humanize myself was to post pictures of myself with my, like, I guess the the products I was selling. So like I would sell a variable frequency drive. So I'd get a, a drive, I would, you know, pose it and say, hey, look at my drive. Like, isn't this cool? I love Yaskawa, they're such a great brand. And I would post it. Okay, cool. Sometimes I would get like some reactions. Sometimes it's like 50, 50, but it was like very positive. People would like it. They're like, Oh, a young person in automation. Like that's cool. Like not a lot of people will post a picture of themselves with a variable frequency drive and a smile on their face at the same time. Like it's not something people were used to seeing. It was weird. It was like, a bit of a pattern interrupt and people liked it. I got a really like positive response. So I was like, okay, this is cool. I keep connecting every single week and posting pictures like that with like my um, pneumatics line or our robotics line. And I would just find a way to go to the office, take a whole bunch of pictures of myself with these products and say, hey, look at this cool thing. And I wasn't posting the specs. I wasn't posting the price or availability all I was doing was associating myself with these products because I want them to think, "Oh, I need a cobot. Oh, Jordan, she she knows something about that. Oh, I need a panel built. Oh, Jordan, she she sells drives like I bet they have something to do with panels." What I was doing was building up the visual and keyword association between me, my company, and my customers. And it took a lot of time. Like it wasn't like an instant thing of, oh, I posted one picture with a drive and now everyone knows who I am and I'm famous. Like, no. And the goal isn't to be like an influencer. The goal is to just have a social presence because it's like you're at a networking event, but online. Like you just kind of want to have like your elevator pitch of a person, but without being so obvious about it. So I did that for a while that was successful. And of course, week over week, every single week, I would send out my maximum amount of connection requests to every single kind of customer I was trying to get into or role that I thought was interesting and like just building my network. And so I did that. And then the pictures I posted they eventually turned into videos. So I would post a demo video and be like, hey, look how cool this drive works. Hey, look at this like Omron mobile robot. Look how awesome it is. And it wasn't that I was necessarily educating them on like, hey, this is how it works, because your customers probably know how this stuff works. That's not the thing. We're not trying to be a teacher. All we're trying to do is you be there, you be there with the product and your customers see it. Okay. It's like, like I said, it's just an elevated version of the photos of building that keyword association between you, your product, your industry, and then the people you're trying to sell to. But don't get me wrong. It wasn't like I was posting just for sales. Like I had a fun time doing it. And like The LinkedIn thing really took a life of its own. And yes, I became what you may consider a LinkedIn influencer because of like the amount of people I have following me and all of that. But it goes to say, even when I didn't have a large following, what I did have was consistency I had a growing network and that's the key. It doesn't matter if you have a lot of connections, it matters that you stay consistent and that it's growing. Growth is so important because it shows that you're on there, you're being active and you're working the system. So let's recap. What did I do? I got a LinkedIn, which I guess I already had one at that point. I consistently and methodically connected with my ideal customers. Then I started posting content of me with my products because I wanted to build the keyword association and the visual associate association. Then I started posting videos. Same method, same idea. We're caught up to speed. Then after about a month of doing this, like I didn't even have customers yet. I'm in training at this point. Like I am still like, I don't have a territory. I don't have any of that. But I was starting to generate buzz. And by buzz, I mean like people were commenting, they were reposting, they were reaching out to me. And it was cool because by the time I got a territory, I had enough like industry recognition to where I could reach out to a customer or potential customer. And it was very likely I would get a response. I also got to the point where people started reaching out to me. I would say a majority of the tier one accounts I got into was These customers reaching out to me saying, Hey, I saw you have like this thing, but could you come look at this other thing? Like, it was never, Oh, I see this drive, I need a drive. It'd be like, I see a drive, Oh, can you help me with a vision system? Like, it was just the fact that I had built this aura around me that I'm in this industry, I sell products for this industry, I can help you with your solutions, I'm here. And so, when they were thinking, like, I need this done, I was the first person that they would start to think of, or at least that's what it felt like. (laughs) But that just goes to show is like, why did I post content? Why am I telling my customers to post content? We're not trying to be LinkedIn famous. We're not trying to be content creators. Guys, get that through your head. I'm not trying to push this, like, creator agenda on you. I'm just trying to help you build this keyword association between you, your customers and the industry. So it becomes easier when you're training into accounts. Now that's how it benefits you directly to your customers, but how does it benefit you in other ways? Well, there's two other ways. One, it makes getting jobs a lot easier When I got to a little over a year at my last job as a sales engineer, I realized it was no longer a good fit for many reasons that I do not want to get into, but when I started putting myself out there for my next job, oh my gosh, I felt like a celebrity and it was just like so great because I had met so many people, not even directly through like customers or things like that, but through like just posting that had recognized me and knew me. And so when I was reaching out about jobs, like they were very enthusiastic to help me, whether it was hire me directly or, you know, point me in the right direction. I had essentially like street cred. And meanwhile, I was only like, gosh, hold on right now. I'm only 24. I was only 20 two at the time, I guess. So I only had like a couple years under my belt. Like I was fresh, but the fact that I had found a way to create this like interesting connection online with people, companies found to be very valuable. So when it came time for me to get my next job, so, so easy to find another one. So I'm not saying, you know, to my customers now that I'm telling you that I want your employees to get new jobs. No, but to the employees, if you want another motivation other than, oh, I'm just helping my company, you're helping yourself in the long run too. You can think about this in a selfish way, okay? Like that is totally valid. So, let's put it this way I got a very substantial raise when I got a new job after this because of the skill set they saw that I was able to have a digital presence. That is very valuable and trending very heavily in our industry right now. So anyone seeing you even have the slightest amount of inclination towards LinkedIn, they find impressive. Okay, so there's that benefit, but then there's also the benefit of your suppliers or manufacturers or whoever you're repping will love you for it. Okay, so whenever I was posting a lot, all of my different um, manufacturers that I sold for they would reach out to me and send me free products or the latest demos. And then I could have those demos for a bit, take them to my customer. And I would be the first one in the territory to have that demo. Like they may have other distributors in that same territory, but I was the one with the demo. Like when the SMC EX600 wireless demo came out, I got that first and I got to have it for like six weeks. And that was because they saw that I could add value on a greater scale by making a video with it. So not only are you able to, you know, assert your value in an obvious direct way to your customers, to your bosses, to potential employers, but to your network of people that you are working with now now. And selling for and selling their products. And guess what? You impress them at one of your suppliers, all of a sudden, like that's an incredible network you've built there. That's more job opportunities, that's more sales opportunities. These people will be more likely to open doors for you when you're providing an extra layer of value that nobody else is. So maybe I've sold you on why you should use LinkedIn. And I know it it could be so overwhelming with like the how. Like, how do I do it? How do I get started? Luckily, LinkedIn is like so, so good about having their free LinkedIn learning. You could look up how do I make a post? How do I connect with somebody? And LinkedIn is super good in the algorithms where the first option is typically the right one. And it's gonna be a super easy step by step. I know that a lot of people that listen to this podcast, maybe in the automation controls industry. So if you guys can like wire a panel from scratch, don't tell me that you can't figure out how to make a LinkedIn post. Now I understand it's tricky. It's hard, but don't, don't like try to be perfect at it. Lean into your personality a little bit, use your best judgment and just go for it. Don't try to think, oh, I need this post to be perfectly worded. I need it to be perfectly curated. No, just like I said, you with a product or you with like a message, put it out there be consistent. My biggest thing is consistency. Okay. Consistency is so, so, so important. And then just like, honestly, just consistency and then authenticity and think like, are you adding value by putting this on the internet? Doesn't need to be substantial value, but where is your value? Like if I'm posting a picture of myself, no caption, no product, not super valuable to LinkedIn, maybe Instagram, but for LinkedIn, if you post a picture of yourself with a product, there you go. Your value add is keyword association, more press for you, more press for your company, more press for your supplier. Okay. That is all good. If you need help, reach out to me directly. You can, uh, message me at the, uh, on LinkedIn, if you want, find me there, or you can email me at the podcast email, which is failing for you pod at gmail.com or my company's email, which is jyates at jordanyatesmarketing.com. That will all be in the show notes. Okay. So don't get overwhelmed on the how to's. If you need help specifically, that's something I can help you with. Now, I feel like I've made my case and I try to keep this short because one, I don't like to keep you guys for too long. And two, I have a yoga class in 40 minutes. So, what I want to do is I'm pulling up my phone now. I want to go on and read the stories of the people who said that LinkedIn helped them. Because I put out a post and I said, hey guys, um, I'm doing a podcast tonight on how LinkedIn can be used as a sales tool, whether it's indirectly or directly, please comment your experience. And guys, like I feel like I, I barely scratched the surface of how LinkedIn can be useful. But like I said, this is one episode, this is supposed to be less than 30 minutes. I just want to put it out there and emphasize that it can be. And I wanted to be able to have it in other people's words as well. So Matthew Rossi, I'm not exactly sure, he commented, he said, Jordan, looking forward to learning more on this podcast. I have success, or sorry, I have had success on LinkedIn, not so much from posting my products or services, but from sharing my journey, my victories, and my setbacks. I believe it is helping establish my expertise and credibility. Sidebar, guys, that is such a big deal. LinkedIn, like, that is so, so big, is establishing your expertise and credibility. Okay, back to it. I started posting regularly regularly in January 23. Have had a dozen potential clients reach out and have landed core clients at a rate of 1 per month February, March and April exclusively from LinkedIn. Go off, Matthew. Okay. I don't know what marketing I would have done without LinkedIn, but I love that the sales aspect is much diminished and clients are coming to me. Amen. That is how I feel. I've never done client outreach for my business. They just come to me because they see what I'm doing. Okay. He said, PS, I would be happy to join you for a podcast session in the future for this or other manufacturing topics. Yes, Matthew. It's what I just messaged you earlier, guys. Matthew's going to come on eventually. Uh, Phil commented on Matthew's comment and said, dang, Matthew, you're crushing it. Explanation point. Thanks, Phil. Very supportive to Matthew. Okay. Now we're going to transition into Phil's comment. Phil Denton says, yep, this is 100% on point. I get so tired of the pitch slaps I get after or during a connection request. Amen, guys. There is a courtesy to sending connection request social media, including LinkedIn is just another marketing channel. If you wouldn't meet someone at the in-person event and immediately pitch them your product slash service, why do it on digital? Good manners still matter. I absolutely agree. This is such a good point. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Um, guys, what Phil is saying is like, yes, this is a good marketing tool, like any other social media, but like use common sense. Okay. Aaron Craney says, I can't wait to hear this episode as an SE, I think she means sales engineer. I'm always trying to balance between relationship building and cold outreach. I've seen countless posts from engineers asking us not to cram their inboxes with emails and LinkedIn messages, but I've also had success helping customers with new technology from direct cold messaging. Yes, queen. All right. After doing research on their company and the types of technologies they use. I found that LinkedIn works best as a marketing tool, similarly to how you use it. Posting about your technology gets the word out and helps you gain a following of people who are industrial automation, then people who refer you to someone who can help with X or Y. She gets it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) She said, it's frustrating when your metrics are the exact thing your customers are asking you not to do. And knowing that it's because some other sales engineer out there probably annoyed the crap out of them by providing them no value. Exactly. And that's what so many of my customers are afraid of doing, but you're right. Like that's like where you're getting your ROI. So don't let that stop you. She said, I hope to see some engineers comment on this as well as to how they like to use LinkedIn as a buying tool and how they want to work with salespeople slash marketing on this platform you know, that would be nice. Like I agree. If some people could actually say how they like to be approached rather than just complaining when we do approach them. So I agree, girl. All right. We got one more, man. My voice is just like running out today. Okay. This is from Alex Marcy. Alex says in the manufacturing world, LinkedIn is the only social media platform people seem to use. I, I agree. Um, it's because it makes it easy to develop relationships with people all over the world who have shared interests and there are plenty of opportunities to share information people may find helpful, tag people in posts they should see, and like you said, eventually it turns, eventually turns some of that effort into leads and sales. Yes, it's not instant. It is a gradual thing over time. I like to use it as a way to present a very authentic version of myself and what I'm all about. It is easier to discuss, to have discussions on here about a wider range of topics than I would post on my company's website and provides a secondary outlet for content and exposure if people are interested in what I'm offering. I absolutely agree. I feel like a website page should be very specific and curated, but like your LinkedIn page could be a bit more free flowing. He said... I would say it is a slow burn. However, when it works, it pays huge dividends from a sales perspective. Overall, I tend to approach it as a very non-salesy place because to me, it is more about building relationships over the long term than turning around a quick buck. Oh my God. Yeah. I like, I relate to this so, so much. Like, you were so on point. So maybe I should have just started the episode with reading these like comments because guys, like, they really did. You know, explain it well, the four of them, like how helpful LinkedIn is. And that, in fact, it's like not exactly like a direct science of, oh, you post things, you make sales. It's about establishing yourself as an industry expert, as we like to call it, and being consistent, associating yourself with the products you sell, and really leaning into that slow burn. So, I hope you guys learned something today. I hope I kept your attention the whole time. I appreciate you listening as always. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, things you want to tell me, stories you want to tell, please reach out and I would love to hear all about it. So thank you guys so much. And as always, I'm your host, Jordan Yates. And in the meantime, I'll be failing for you. See you next time. (music)